Remember the days before streaming services? When you would come home from high school and it was only a few hours until that TV show that everyone was watching was going to come on. Your friends were on their way over for the watch party and the smell of popcorn filled the room. Well, in 1999, that show was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. In the new podcast from Wondery, the rewatcher Buffy the Vampire Slayer, we are taking it back to 1999. Get out your knee-high boots and paste that poster of Angel on the wall. It is time to enter the Buffyverse. Join morbid co-hosts Ash and Elena as they slay their way through Buffy's drama, action, and romance episode by episode. Enter the Buffyverse with Elena and Ash. Listen to the rewatcher Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or listen early and ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Welcome to the OC Bitches. Welcome to the OC Bitches. We've got uh, bitches here. Bitches on Bitches. Season 3, episode 15. The Ooh. heavy lifting. The heavy lifting. Rachel's a heavy lifter. I'm a heavy lifter. <laughs> She's a heavy lifter. You're going to have to press five pounds. <laughs> Today we have a very... We're keeping it in the family. Uh-oh. Very special. Okay, guys. The person sitting to my right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Not only does she go by my very best friend, she's also the shulmeal to my shulmazel. <laughs> the Phoebe to my Joey. The Moisha to your Sharon. The Blanche to my Sophia. Yeah. <laughs> the Carrie to your Samantha. That's right. Yeah. We argue about this at many who's who on Sex and the City and Friends. I feel like I've landed on Rachel and Carrie and you are Blanche and Samantha. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is Rachel's friend. Her name is Leah Griffin. Hi. Oh. <laughs> but so, I remember because you were there. You were there when mm-hmm. the OC started, yep. and you were there at every single outing yep. that we ever had, at every celebration. Yeah. And so you really experienced it, and that's why I thought we should have you on the show. Yeah. I said no. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leah, yeah, we lived together in our yes. condo. Mm-hmm. When yeah, you, you were when living booked, together yeah. when this show, show started. Yeah. When I booked the OC. So Leah really has been there from the beginning. We're best friends of 30 years. Yep. I'm rounding up. It's like 28. It's about. Yeah. yeah. Roughly. But when you moved to Hollywood, where you guys were living together as well. Mm-hmm. We lived together for like six or seven years. Yeah. Yeah. She moved around with me like each house. Each house. Each she bought. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was there. I passed our old Iris Circle. You did? Because I went to the Hollywood Bowl the other night. And oh, we were yeah. Like, we lived and I was by the Hollywood, Hollywood Bowl for a Dell. while. Between, Remember yeah. when the woman came into our house? Oh, yes. <laughs> it was a well. We had a <laughs> party. When we moved into that house. Interesting it was like neighborhood. A welcoming. What do you call that? Housewarming. Yeah. yeah. And like a. Uh, you know, the area was not... I was at that... I went to a housewarming party. You it was there. there. You were there. Yeah, everyone sure. was there. Yeah. Josh and Adam were sitting on the couch, and this woman, you know, a homeless <laughs> woman, just walked into the house, walked directly into the kitchen, opened the refrigerator, and took out a head of lettuce. Because <laughs> <laughs> she needed lettuce. Yeah. And apparently she needed lettuce. And everyone, Adam and Josh in particular, <laughs> just sat there, stunned. Nothing. Staring at this woman not knowing what to do. They weren't men of action. And so my brother, who (laughs) was there... Is a man of action. ...walked up, and he goes to the homeless woman and said, I'm going to walk your ass to the street. Yeah. (laughs) I took her and took her out and walked her out, escorted her out of the house. Well, I hear many stories like that of when you live in the hills of Hollywood Hills. It happens. I mean, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. But Leah also was at Camp Gallagher. Yes, that's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we tell many stories from Camp Gallagher. Leah oh, yeah. was an honorary member. I was there. Yeah, so she was pretty much almost everything we ever did she, um, I, in support of the yes. show. You were there. I I'm Rachel's her, blankie, so yeah. she, she brings me everywhere. She is my wifey. She <laughs> is my everything. Yeah, I do. I bring her every. You came everywhere. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm curious, because we always ask these questions from, what, what was your perspective watching your bestie be on a show that became so successful and and it was you know and it was I mean yeah. there was a like you're you were there watching the paparazzi and and oh, just crazy. the amount of fame it was like overnight, in L A overnight yeah the whole the doors open I remember her audition I remember when she auditioned for it yeah. and I remember the callback they they left a message on our 
answering machine. Wait, but because... our, remember our outgoing message? Yeah, it was Chris. It was Tommy Boy saying, Chris Farley, fat guy in yeah. little <laughs> The whole scene, coat. that was our outgoing message. Okay. And we had a voice, you know, like an answering machine message, because like that's how long ago it was, of them telling her she had a callback or something. I just remember it happened so quickly. And then, I don't even remember this. I, I remember all of this yeah. because it was like we were living in the condo and then... Olivia had gotten the audition for Marissa. Right. Remember? Yeah. And I wanted that audition. Your yeah. other friend, Mar- yeah. Olivia. Our other best friend, Olivia. Yeah. And I wanted to audition for Marissa. And you, I remember the one uh, audition, one line you were like, you, you want to pee? I got to pee. And that yeah. was like part of your audition. That's what got me the role, Josh and says. Yeah, because it was so damn cute. But yeah, watching that was, I watched that pilot because we screened the pilot, you know, before it like was actually, we watched that pilot Oh my God, so many times. You could probably recite it. (laughs) I could probably, yeah. I mean, it's a great pilot. It's a great pilot though. And the music in it, remember that? um, Mazzy Star? The Mazzy Star and there's the- um, Oh, Joseph Arthur. And the rap song. There's like a rap song when he's like in the car that I loved. Oh my gosh, it's just such good music. But yeah, and then we went to when you were shooting pilot johnny and i came to visit you guys our friend johnny yeah mm-hmm. was also around so he you did where to malibu yeah we came to malibu and we at that house what we were shooting you were shooting i think like it was the, the scene with marissa and ryan where he's with, welcome to the oc bitch oh this is how it's probably a bunch of those. Yeah, yeah and there was like a house you were at a house i don't remember it's like all such a blur but yeah it was insane and like overnight all of a sudden my best friend is like famous and like everybody's like Wants a piece of her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't touch her. No, <laughs> she was also my bodyguard. I was protective. <laughs> no, but, but from that time, like, what stands out the most to you? Like, any outings or events? Obviously, Camp Gallagher. Obviously. I mean, it was just, it was just insane. Like, we, all of a sudden, we're going to the MTV Awards and the Teen Choice Awards. And, like, and it's, this was all new for me, too. So she was like, do you want to go to an award show? Nowadays, like, those kinds of shows. <laughs> Yeah. It's such a pain in the ass to go to. But I remember I was so excited and I would yeah. just like, we would go to all these like Samsung parties and like get these like gift bags with all these like, you know, sidekicks and like all these. All <laughs> they, these. Were, they were literally every, they were Monday through Thursday. Oh yeah. They weren't on the weekends. No. It was usually a school night, but they yeah. were every single night a promotional party that you guys were invited to. Literally. And we went to all of them. Yeah. Like, we were like, yeah, like, I don't think we said no to anything. Like, we were just like. Yeah, and Misha hung out with us a lot. We, we hung, hung out, out with Misha. She was so young. She was a I baby. No, she was a baby. And we had your birthday party. <gasps> That's right. With the whole, that was like right in the beginning. That was my 22nd birthday party. Mm-hmm. It was on Hollywood Boulevard in the back of some. Pig in the Whistle. I want to say. Some, that was sounds like in familiar. the back. In the I feel like there's upstairs. pictures of you there, Mindy. Mindy's like, I don't remember remember that one. (laughs) Okay, I don't remember a lot of it either, but. We had to like sneak Misha in. We snuck Misha in, and I have pictures. You do have pictures. From that night of all of us. And it was just such an exciting time. Like, I just remember. Yeah. It was so exciting. But you guys got used to it. I feel like you got used to it quickly enough to, or we've discussed this, that you had this. It did, never kind of went to your head. Oh, it was God, more no. like just about having fun. Yeah. As opposed to. You were having to, fun. Yeah. And you had a lot of, I mean, you grew up in LA and you had yeah. all kinds of, all of your friends were around. What my perception was is that you guys kind of became this core and then jo- Adam's friends came in and mm-hmm. Josh's friends came in and you guys all created this big, yep. huge group of people. Yeah, we all hung and out. Every, and, it was, and it was an extended group. Yeah. Right? Oh, I yeah. tried to I set mean, Leah up with Josh. We in the beginning, you did go on we, a date. I went to Vegas with them. You did oh. go to Vegas with them. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> really? No. Um, no, but but we did. We all, because because Rachel and I, you know, we all grew up together. And we have a solid crew. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're still that crew. We're still all close friends. And it's attractive. People are drawn to it. So, like, and yeah. then we just kind of, like, pulled in. We Everybody. all became one massive. We were, Leah was really close with a uh, big funny guy, a.k.a. His Swerve, a.k.a. Brett Harrison, Brody's best friend. Yes, Brett and I were, so you Brett all and I had were connections. best friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we yeah. were all connected. And and then Rachel and I lived together. Yeah. And so our house was like the hub. <laughs> and then Rachel and Adam were together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Brett and Adam were best friends. Do you remember like, how long before Adam and I were together? I don't remember when. It was like 
Was it? It was like see. early on in the first Yeah, season. it was like yeah. pretty quick. It was, it felt like it was within the first like six episodes. Well, yeah. Probably. Because yeah. you were dating. I was dating someone by else. By Tijuana. The episode Tijuana episode. Oh, that. Well, okay. <laughs> she, um, for those dating. of you at home, uh, Rachel's mouthing something. <laughs> 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 anyway, well, we could go on and on. I mean, I remember you, there were so many times where it was like we're going to an event, mm-hmm. and I would I would get ready with you guys, or I would come to your place and then go out with you guys. And I have you guys would drop of me off drunk at home of us show wasted, show wasted at the Roosevelt Hotel for my birthday. Yeah, it was my twenty fifth birthday. <laughs> And we look fabulous. And <laughs> oh no, that was the night that Nicole said she didn't want you. You wore something, and Nicole's like, "No, you can't wear that." And you're like, "I'm wearing it." And the paparazzi were chasing. She was like, "No, you <laughs> wait, Skybar. You're talking about Skybar? No, not no, Skybar. I'm talking about the Roosevelt at, the Roosevelt, oh, at Teddy's. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, Teddy's. Yeah. It was like we had like and I went. Lindsay Lohan was there. Oh, we were all cross-eyed. Yeah. I have pictures of all of us from that evening. Oh no. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Sh- I gotta show them to you. Maybe yeah. you'll die. Yeah, you should definitely. <laughs> they look great. Katie really the wants the pictures. Oh, there <laughs> on the uh, mic and CG too. I just <laughs> went through my hard drive too, so oh. I have a lot of. Pa- I would take out my little digital camera. I have my little digital camera. Yeah, and I you brought it everywhere, and you I have-, have pictures from that entire time. Everything <gasps> documented. Wow. Everything. Okay. Documented. So whatever we, we have are, our whatever now. we clear approve of. Uh huh. We're going to be flashing on the screen right now, really yeah. quick. <laughs> 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 Oh my god! Anyway, those are the days. Those were the days. Hey, you know what? We had fun. We had so we much had fun. Now. So yeah. much fun. Now we're but that's grown, what I keep of. saying. Like rewatching this, it's like so depressing. It is a little bit depressing. It's like a trip, and even this because this particular episode too. Well, this was a crying episode for sure. You remember the days before streaming services? When you would come home from high school and it was only a few hours until the TV show that everyone was watching was going to come on. Your friends were on their way over for the watch party and the smell of popcorn filled the room. Well, in 1999, that show was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I remember those days fondly, 1999, my graduating year. In the new podcast from Wondery, the rewatcher, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, we are taking it back to 1999. Get out your knee-high boots and paste that poster of Angel on the wall. It is time to enter the Buffyverse. Join morbid co-hosts Ash and Elena as they slay their way through Buffy's drama, action, and romance episode by episode. I am very excited to check this one out. Yes, me too. Enter the Buffyverse with Elena and Ash. Listen to the rewatcher Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or listen early and ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. We all have that one celeb that is complete hair goals. Okay, for me... That's Lily Collins from the hit TV show, Emily in Paris. Her beautiful brown hair under those berets is simply everything. And now my girl Lily and I are both living our best hair lives thanks to Living Proof. Oh, I love her hair on that show and in real life. Living Proof is founded by a team of scientists and hair experts. Each Living Proof product is formulated to solve the toughest hair problems, not conceal them. I have used Living Proof, I want to say for a decade, maybe. No other frizz product works quite like Living Proof does. My hair always feels silky, smooth, and it does not look frizzy. I'm new to Living Proof. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. The weather is finally getting cooler, and with that, so does my hair care routine, which can be a frustrating process. So instead of guessing what change I need to make to my routine, I start by taking Living Proof's online quiz, which analyzes your specific hair concerns and styling goals, then uses AI-powered technology to help customize the right hair care routine for you. So I absolutely love the suggestions they passed on. I have a lot of very fine hair, but here's the other thing. I have really hard water at home and I have not noticed a difference in any other product until this one recently. So when you have hard water and your hair feels silky smooth, this is the good product for me. Living Proof's award-winning formulas are proven to make hair look and feel healthier without sacrificing ingredient integrity. The Living Proof promise ensures that their formulas are free of silicones, harsh sulfates, and parabens. They are cruelty-free, color-safe, and safe for chemically treated hair. Live your best hair life with Living Proof. Visit livingproof.com slash the OC and use code the OC to get 10% off your first purchase. 
That's livingproof.com slash the OC. Code the OC for 10% off your first purchase. Livingproof.com slash the OC. Code the OC. The synopsis of this episode, which we should probably get, get into. into. Get to. In the aftermath of Johnny's untimely death, the gang tries to sort out their problems and face the reality of the situation. Johnny's cousin, Sadie Campbell, arrives in Newport for the funeral. Meanwhile, Caitlin's winter break is over, meaning that she must return to her boarding school, and Kirsten and Julie press on with their Valentine's Day party, directed by Ian Toynton, written by Stephanie Savage. Oh, Stephanie. Original air date, February 9th, 2006. 2006? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I know. Right? CG, oh was, CG was six. CG Aww. was so tiny. CG's uh, listening in today. CG's in the studio today. I remember Listen. CG. She was a little nugget. Little Little nugget. Not so little anymore. Okay, so clearly (sighs) the scene, the episode last was that Johnny fell. (laughs) Sure did. But I got to say, I didn't feel anything last time, but I I cried. What? I cried. See, I always cry. Mindy doesn't. Like, I cry at everything watching (laughs) it, and she does not. But I, okay, so. I did not cry, So we open on this scene, and they're sitting at home. In the Cohen living room, waiting to find out about oh, right. Johnny. If he, if he made if he it. And if he it. made it or not. And, you know, Marissa's sitting there and, and it didn't look good. And, and instantly, Ryan and Marissa are already almost in competition. Where, <laughs> about And this, this is a theme throughout the whole episode. And it's an interesting take on, you know, what happens when somebody, when you experience death like that as a teenager. Yeah. And I think it's an interesting thing that everyone has a different reaction. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, Seth is always there to like say some things. Like, Humorous. He's like, so this is kind of similar to someone's OD in Tijuana. We did the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, what? and Marissa just doesn't even, she just ignores it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah th- th- this whole thing, like, you know, the Johnny storyline, we talk about it all the time, how annoying it was. But I, you know, and then he dies and you're like, I don't even know what to say about it. It's just like, <laughs> well, okay. okay. So there's, a, I, here's here's what I believe would, um, the whole point is that these characters come in to serve our core four or our lead actors, right? And they bring in this storyline to make it as difficult as possible for Ryan and Marissa. And how do, how do we actually break them up now? Yeah. Right? Mm. Because I think this is like something that. Cat- that the catalyst. Coming, yeah. Something that's so, that is so polarizing to them and because they clearly are having a difficult time and it's just so weird to me though like this whole episode is obviously about you know everyone coping with this death and what's so weird is that marissa is really you know sorting through and troubled and did she really love and i'm like i did not see it ever while I'm watching the show, I did not for a second think, oh, Marissa has feelings for Johnny. Like, I never got that vibe. And I don't know if that's, I don't know what that's a testament to exact specifically. Right. Because. Did you think, did, were you watching it being like, oh, she might actually be in love with Johnny? No, because for some no. reason, as an audience member, I didn't feel it. I think he was supposed to represent another Ryan, a kid from the other side of the tracks, just the way um, Chili was supposed to represent another um, Bizarro Seth or something they called it. But for some reason, they just never competed in my mind. But I think they wanted it to. I don't know. because. And then when, when, when Caitlin says, you like him, you know you do, you've got to figure out these, these feelings – I think we're supposed to buy it. And I think that maybe it was, it's just as confusing for her. And then when something like this happens, the first thing that happens is it is so hard at this age to handle this. And this, she's questioning, like, what could I have done? How do I? Because obviously the mom calls and he's passed. And she instantly, you know, everyone says, what could I have done? Mm-hmm. They're all feeling that, it seemed like. Everyone thinks it's their fault. Yeah. And there's that there's that survivor guilt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if um, this brings up something for me personally that we had. I mean, I told a story last week about somebody who who fell off a cliff and passed. Mm-hmm. But that um, this is actually a story of of a dear friend, dear, dear, dear friend. He was like the center of our group and he passed um, 
accidentally drown with all of the kids there. And what do you mean, surfing uh, or what? No, it was in the Colorado River. And he was, and it was a fascinating thing because we all had to go through this situation. Wait, when how we were did 17. he drown? Do you know? He jumped into the river thinking that it would be fun, and the water held him um, oh. under. <gasps> and he was with another friend of ours. So that is it was horrific. the oh, fascinating so thing watching this is that every single person in the group it affected differently mm-hmm. some ki- some people never got over it mm-hmm. some people were allowed to, were able to deal with it and others were just it fa- affected them their entire lives so it's a it i found it really interesting to watch this episode and see like for instance when you know marissa and ryan they're arguing and she, he's not cu- cutting her some slack and she's fighting with him and I was there. Well, I was there too. Yeah. And I'm just trying to do this and they don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. And my first thought was we had parents around us teaching mm-hmm. us like yeah. there, like we're going to make sure these kids are okay. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is Julian during this? <laughs> I'll <laughs> tell you where Julian is. <laughs> Julian's uh, trying to get some from Summer's dad. Yeah. <laughs> right. She's exactly. Busy. She's like, oh, well, she's you know, busy. but what are we doing about this Valentine's Day? Yeah. Thing? She's, her values are yeah. skewed. Well, there's yes. so, thing, so many things that are weird. So Johnny's, Cousin shows up, Sadie, mm-hmm. Nikki Reed. Mm-hmm. Now, she shows up. It does not seem like her cousin just died. <laughs> like, I just feel like everyone, it just feels very light. And I don't know if that's, I'm not trying to talk a lot of shit here, but I'm just watching this confused because she's like, she shows up, doesn't, you know. Uh, well, my and, no- the note that I wrote yeah. is that, it's it was almost like a choice. I said she she shows up, she exudes light and bright and peace. I feel like everyone is casual Marissa. though. Yeah. It did feel I agree. I feel like I was like, wait, because even like how Ryan is with Marissa, like, dude, her friend just friggin' died. Like she's mourning a death like somebody died. It's like I know they had he had issues with Johnny and yeah, her. Yeah, so like yeah. he had his own stuff, but he's dead. So like it's I, a it's, traumatic it, event thing. happened. I had so many like and then they're even they're packing up Johnny's room. That seemed a little like, s- too the soon. The day after he died, he's like, "Well, he's gone. I guess we got. I guess well, we got it. All it's right, up. I can put my Pilates studio in. <laughs> like it was just really odd. Well, it was interesting. You know, later we find out that Sadie and and this is this goes to my comment about you know death is as much a part of life as birth. But we're in a society where we don't feel it every day. Like turn of the century when the, on the farm, we would have experienced it every single day. Right. You know, and nowadays it's like it's this unfortunately, especially when it's an accident and it's young and it's yeah. so tragic and it wasn't something, you know, that you expected or, you know, I mean, it's 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 one of those things where you can't define grief. There's no right process. No. And nobody can tell. And it's never a competition. And these kids end up in the show these characters are com- almost competing. Mm. And then there's this anger that comes from Marissa. There's this scene where she's just like, she's angry at Ryan. Yeah. And then uh, Caitlin's angry. And, and you know, there's all these emotions that people don't know how to. The scene where Ryan comes with. and is like, hey, let's just like, let's hang out, make the best of it. She's mean to she him. She was like, oh, yeah, you're glad he's gone, huh? Yeah. And she was like, oh. And, you know, he's not. And he brought her a necklace. Well, we have the whole necklace theme in this episode, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So so let's go talking about Sadie. So she shows up and then she asks Marissa to show up um, when she's supposed to be spending time with her boyfriend. My first thought was, and she's like, wait a second, your boyfriend. Yeah. You have a boyfriend. She was confused. Yeah. She's like, I thought Ryan was your boyfriend. I mean, no, I thought Johnny Johnny was your boyfriend. She's like the way Johnny talked about you. It sounded seemed like you were his girlfriend. We were CG and I were watching and she pulls out the necklace and CG was like, oh, God, that's cringy. (laughs) It was cringy, CG. I agree. I was like, well, Well, it's like an angel. Yeah. And their birthstone. (laughs) But it was personal. And and for sure, like. Compa- let's say, and then Ryan has the necklace, and it's obviously competing necklaces. Johnny actually put some more thought and consideration. There was like emotion behind it, behind where Ryan's his. like store bought. So, fashion <laughs> question: like Is the necklace cute? No, no. Neither of them are cute. Neither are cute. I was like, I was trying to like look at it, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, it's birthstones, and I was like, no, it's she, sentimental. She, mm-hmm, okay. okay, it's like something you'd hang on your rear view of your car. 
In high school. <laughs> in high school. <laughs> because she says, you know, I started my own jewelry business. And mm-hmm. I looked and she points to her jewelry and I'm like, mm. oh, oh, gosh. And well, Nikki Reed you, has her own what? jewelry business. We 2006, were talking about. So maybe it was. Yeah. I feel like that necklace actually that she gives Marissa um, was in style then. It was like those long. Yeah. Where you have like, like the charms. charms. Yeah. Okay. Like we had those for, <laughs> for sure. sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, it, you know, and then. Uh, well. <laughs> And there, I wanted to mention something because, and I'm, I'm at the point in the series, listeners, that I don't remember everything that's, I mean, I generally remember what's going to happen, but I don't remember details. But when the fact that, you know, Marissa is trying, she goes into help mode, you know, she's a nurse and she goes into help mode and she's talking to, you know, how they're going to plan the funeral and taking tea to Mrs. Harper. And, and then when she shows up at Sandy's to, um, can you help me with this paperwork? And then Matt takes over. I Ramsey. thought he was, I'm like, is he hitting on her? That was it, confusing. I felt a vibe. I'm like, I'm, me too. So I'm like, does thing, something happen with them? That was weird. Yeah. And I then when like, he delivers the papers back, I was like, like, if you need anything else. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, there was like, there was a vibe. I yeah. felt a vibe. I Total felt way vibe. more of a vibe between them than I did Johnny, Johnny and Marissa. <laughs> totally 100%. felt a vibe there too. Does something happen with them or no? Something they they start getting in they Spoiler they start alert? having some scenes together and I'm not remembering exactly okay. just there's a, but there's a little bit of Stay a like tuned. to be determined yeah well up. he's taking kids to strip clubs and he's like got you know he's got relationships with strippers and stuff and I'm like uh oh what's going on I, okay because you know what I didn't trust that guy and, oh. and I don't hadn't seen the no yeah and I was like I don't trust yeah. that guy. But you it's were a, right. Yeah. Good they, instinct. They Thanks. chose to write these scenes between these two characters. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, I remember. They have some scenes coming up, but don't remember what that is. Okay. Yeah, but I did. Yeah, I picked up that vibe mm-hmm. for sure. Same. And then what did you think of seeing uh, good old Cam Gigande? Oh, Cam, I know. Yeah. He's like a brooding, angry man. But yeah. He is. Adorable. Oh, yeah. Bullchuck. S- yeah. Wolchuk. I can't with the names. I'm like, wait, was Johnny named after our Johnny? And then the girl that the guy who gave the papers to helped Marissa with the papers. That was our editor. editor. Oh, okay. He, um, the girl he likes is. That's Marina. Is Ben's Ben's wife. wife. They they did not meet. And her last name is Griffin. And I'm like, did Josh use my last name? I know. I know her name is on the show. Her last name is Griffin. Griffin. I was like, I bet he used my last name because Josh always would use our friend's name. Oh, yeah. So we go to the memorial and the song, The Windows in Paradise for the Fatherless in Love. Sufjan Salanti, Sufjan Stevens. I thought it was such a beautiful song. Love him. I love Sufjan Stevens and I love the song. Can I just say something that's really funny because I did watch the episode a couple and, you know, I try to look for details. I had to pause and go back because they're signing his board. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it says, nice drop, brah. (laughs) On the board? On the board. (laughs) Sucks to be you, bra. Shut up. <laughs> the, our prop guys had fun. Oh, someone wrote "sucks to be you" on the dead guy's board. Damn. And nice drop because he dropped off the cliff. Oh, I thought you meant dropping into a wave. Me but too. The same well, thing, but nice like, drop, bra. Oh yeah, double meaning. Oh my god, that's way a- harsh, guys. <laughs> way harsh. Oh, man, that's funny. I was just thinking, like Nikki Reed had this whole monologue. She had to like learn and say, <laughs> and, have and music you can't over hear it. any of it. It's just I a song know. over it. I saw. I thought that too. But yeah. the song is so good. The song is so good. It's a great song. I do think it's an interesting thing. So yeah, Caitlin is off by herself, and set, and Ryan goes over, and she's yeah. just like, "What am I supposed to do? Like introduce my." I'm the girl who killed and killed him. And he says, well, you didn't make him drink. You didn't make him crawl, crawl up the fall off the rock. And he, she goes, oh, no, that's you. Whoa. Yeah, OK. She's got, and she's Julie, like, save Julie it. Cooper. She really is. She really yeah. is a mini you. She's, and he's like, OK, I'm not going to do this. And she's like, just save it for Marissa. She's, but, but it is. And, when, and, then, and then when she goes home and Jackson Rathbone who is... There's um, so many Twilight people in this three. episode. In oh, three. that guy? That yeah. guy is from... Yeah, yeah. T- okay, he looks like a vampire in the, this, <laughs> yeah, too. That is, I was like, yeah. he has a vampire-esque look to him. Yeah, well, I wonder why. <laughs> um, he's so cute, and then the, he actually has a sit-down with her, mm-hmm. and I thought... He was really cute at the at the trailer when he goes to see Caitlin. Oh, the first... Oh, and he yeah. has the little dance. Yeah. He was cute. Yeah. But he, he actually is there, and she, she talks about what happens, mm-hmm. and he gives her some advice, like... He would he would thank you for trying to help him. Yeah, and and he you know my her. parents are therapists, and he's yeah. really sweet. And and I thought, thank God she's talking to someone again. Where's Julie? Where's Julie? We know where Julie is. She's Julie looking for her cake knife yeah. at Mr. Robert's house. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> I know. She's so I'm totally sorry. I love Julie. Oh my God. I Could love you die? Julie. Wait, what's the line? I don't remember what uh, scene it is with she, the oyster. He off- offers her oysters and she's like, no, thank you. If I'm going to swallow something that disgusting, there better be something in it for me. Oh <laughs> my God. Literally, I was like, Leah, you need to remember this line yeah. so that I can repeat. That was epic. I know. CJ goes, so ew. Yeah. <laughs> Poor CG. Poor CG. Like, Mom. Yeah, it's still kind of a painful I, thing. That for was an incredible line. I've been torturing CG because I'm trying to convince Mindy to do an OnlyFans, but like as Julie Cooper. Look at her. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. That would be incredible. You would make Julie so Cooper, much money. You would make a killing. Yeah, a CG, killing. you might thank me later. <laughs> She's doing a barf sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I keep getting like people asking me on my Instagram. Are you You're doing welcome. it? <laughs> no. You're welcome. Oh my God. Listen, talk to me in a million dollars, okay? Well, Let's let's cut over to that Valentine's party. Okay. So when Julie, um, Kirsten and Julie were walking on the beach and they're planning that dance and, and she's like, well, should we cancel? You know, I don't believe in canceling things. You know, life does go on. You need to can get back in. I mean, certain things should be canceled. Obviously. Like a Valentine's party. But, a, <laughs> but <laughs> maybe. But but I understand that. In but, the wake but of this your is the daughter's <laughs> friends. I mean, come death. on, man. It's like really guys. But you. But I believe in postponing, not necessarily yeah, canceling. absolutely postponing. But like, come <laughs> but on. Nope. Man. She's like, nope. The dance must go yeah, on. Yeah. Julie's like, no. Julie's got to get her freak on at this party. I remember shooting this scene. So just a little tidbit, because I remember Kelly Knight. When you're shooting next to the water, obviously it was the whole thing's ADR because you can't, you know, yeah, you can yeah, hear yeah. it shouting. Yeah. But Kelly was like, "No, I'm wearing my sunglasses." And directors never want you I, to wear sunglasses. I clocked that. I was like, "There's no way that that was written into the scene. You have to fight." You, you have, have to fight, fight to wear they sunglasses. They want to see your eyes yeah. because they feel like they miss emotion. I had sunglasses at the wake or whatever on the beach, and I was like, "Wow, I must yeah. have fought too." <laughs> yeah. No, Kelly's like, "No, sorry, I'm wearing it." She did that at the um, Caleb's funerals too. Um, but yeah, they never ever will say yes to that. And Kelly's like, "Well, just watch me." Done. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so this is where summer goes yeah. and then then let's go into um summer you're sitting. gonna have to yeah refresh my memory a summer little bit. sitting with um <laughs> seth and she thinks he's got his computer open mm-hmm. and she goes that's not porn yeah and oh yeah she thinks he's watching porn yeah what's he doing he's he's, he's like, listing his yakuza films in alphabetical oh, order yeah. yeah he's like you know just there's things like i you know yeah. things like masturbating and listing my films i don't want you to know about. know about yeah so this brings up a subject is there things that you don't need to know about your your partner? Well, Leah, <laughs> I I listen. <laughs> I listen to that podcast. You listen to the. You guys podcast? need to go listen to Leah and Rachel's podcast. It's infidelity on Brad Ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do we want to know everything? <laughs> I think yes, for the most part. I think. I mean, I'm just going to answer real quick. Uh. <laughs> Yes, the important things. I mean, there's some things that, of course, are just for you, like listing your yuzu film or whatever the fucking, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yakuza. Yakuza Like certain thing, nerd or whatever, you know. But for the most part, I think it's important to share. Yeah. Like journaling doesn't need to be. No, exactly. Like that's what I mean. Like journaling journaling, (laughs) or like. somebody's journal. Yeah. Or let's say you're writing a song and you're not sure about it yet. And so maybe you don't want to share it with your partner yet. Have you ever read anybody's like private writings? No. I have. A lot of women have read. By accident. Have you? By accident. By accident you have? (laughs) How do do you by accident uh, do that? Yeah. Anyway, like or go through someone's <laughs> <laughs> or go through someone's phone and like see no, text messages. Yeah, yeah. You've done that, maybe. You've done that. I've not done that. You've never in your life looked at someone's phone. I've never looked at someone's phone. Rachel's mad at me. Oh, <laughs> I've had it done to me. I just like I don't know. That's like a no no. I'm like don't because I I had it done to me. My ex did it to me, and I was just like so grossed out. I was like. Ew. Yeah, no, it's a trust thing. I'm not saying it's something I do. But like, I know a girl, I have a girlfriend who I just talked to the other day who did with her boyfriend. And I understand. I get it. I understand. It happens. I know, well, I'm definitely now that I'm older, like of the mind, like I yeah. don't want to know, like it's not going to do any good. Yeah. So yeah. when I was younger, I definitely. I Yeah, it's. I, I think that that, yeah. Did. Mm-hmm. Well, this brings up this, um, what Seth and Summer are going through when he says, wait. And she says, I found your, I found your, what was in your drawer. And he goes, you're not mad? She goes, oh, no, let me, 
not yeah. the pot, because, you know, when we were oh, yeah. boxing in Luke's car, you were building mangers with Captain Oates. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, but, which is actually a really good point. She's like, it's just, you were late bloomer. Pot, I'm whatever. not mad at that. Yeah. yeah. I'm mad that you're lying. lying for the gazillionth time. And yeah. he goes, well, I don't know what to say, except um, you got to trust me. And she's like, no, I don't. Yeah. So figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. You figure out a way to make up, make it up to me, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So, That's right, Cohen. He ends up having um, a conversation with Sandy and Kirsten, or sorry, just with Sandy. And he's like, well, kids lie. Men don't. So you got to grow up, basically. Friggin' Sandy. It's just I know. Isn't good? You and the wisdom. <laughs> yeah. As you got to do something epic. But of course, here's our product placement with Victoria's Secret. I mean, there's a lot of Victoria's Secret yeah, in this episode. I know Victoria's Secret. Can you believe how much it's changed, Secret. Victoria's Secret? <laughs> Have you heard that song, you guys? What? No. I know Victoria's Secret. Oh, the one on TikTok? Girl, you wouldn't believe. He's an old man who lives yes. in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Making money off of girls like me. Yeah. Cashing in on body <laughs> issues. Yeah. I, yeah, I saw that on TikTok. Yeah, it's like viral now. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's, based, it's, it. it's good. It's good. Yeah, Victoria's Secret has definitely changed. Mm-hmm. It was, that was back probably in the Epstein era. But anyway. Totally oh. in the Epstein era. <laughs> but of course, they accidentally switch up their their, oh their lingerie. Oh, wait, wait, wait. First I of saw all, that one. I, I forgot to say this. After the funeral, when they come home from the um, memorial and Sandy's actually uh-huh, in, in the catalog, in the catalog, I said to CG, I'm like, watch this improv in the, because I don't think this was scripted. At the end, because it's kind of off camera and you see the subtitles and Adam says or Seth says, you know, man, it's just like, what's the point? I think I'm going to need that later. <laughs> and, and, and Peter goes, we'll see. Oh. And you could just tell it's an yeah. improv. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, yeah. a lot of improv. Not, to, not because he's shopping with it kids Mm-mm. he's got it he's gonna use it for something he's gonna use it for fun thanks private Andy. time <laughs> <laughs> well, just in case that was wink wink, fun wink private time. stuck pages together Ew. <laughs> disgusting hmm. anyway so yes when julie does ask for the cake thing she i, I don't understand because dr neil roberts to say the whole thing. The last episode, he shows up when Julie's drinking Bartles and James in a hot pocket and she's crying and he's oh, like, yeah. I really want you. That's the last time we saw. Oh yeah, so what happened? So now she's like, he hasn't yeah. he hasn't asked me to this Valentine's dance and then she shows up and he knows about it and she's like, what are you? And he's catch? so awkward. I have to do some reading. He's going to read the Da Vinci Code. And yeah. she's like, I'm going to wait for the movie. <laughs> that was and, weird. And they're playing games or he it feels like he likes to play games with her. He, he should be so lucky. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Dad. But she is gold digging, you think? Yeah, no, but like you know. those guys know. No, but those you guys types have a chemistry. Guy. Like you get it. We've been She's watching hot. them. He should have yeah, well, jumped yeah. on it. Yeah. Well, I think he does at some point. Uh, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, so she he he says, have fun. See ya. I feel like it's very teenage, but I guess it's nice that they're giving these storylines to we're we are a teen soap. So Julie and, and Dr. Neil Roberts having teen stories is cute. It is cute. <laughs> I think you guys are really cute. And he asks you to be his Valentine, doesn't he? At the end? Yeah. Finally. He does. Finally. Yeah. Finally at the end. I remember at this party, they're at the Valentine's party. Yeah, we were on the beach. That was We cold. were on the beach. Freezing, yeah. I'm sure. Thank God we had coats on. Yeah. Oh, when they, they wouldn't let you wear coats all the time. Mm-hmm. It was brutal. Because <laughs> Seth gives me his mom. I remember this mm-hmm. line. I'm wearing the song. <laughs> oh my god, what an um, idiot. that's my mom's. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Well, okay, so but going back when yeah. when Sandy gives her the the <laughs> the lingerie that she's actually circled and said pick it out. Right. And it's like, oh, this isn't a fantasy I'm aware of. And you cut to smack. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, what is this? Yeah. You think some lingerie, sexy lingerie that I can't even fill yeah. out? You have to rock my world, Cohen. Oh yeah. 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 And so, so he goes, he... I made you a card. <laughs> <laughs> Pinocchio, I can tell no lie. I yeah. love you. Valentine. Mm. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. And but then, then he, he yeah. comes up with what? He writes a list of things he's lied about, right? Yeah. On yeah. a napkin. On, on a napkin. napkin. And but does she know that he lied about the Brown interview with the, I forget at this point? Yeah. Oh, that's already, she, that's she knows past. that he missed it. Okay, and I I don't know. It's never been made clear to us if, that's why if the two came together. If they were, if the if it was a smoking pot that made him miss, because because his his explanation for missing 
the I'm scared summer, she mm -hmm. accepted and that he was real and vulnerable and stuff. So, right. So those things um, came together. But yeah, so he writes them all and she forgives him. It's a great idea. It's and then she, he says she can give it to his parents. If, yeah. Yes. That's I think that's part. a great idea. And she's like, you maybe just rock my world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing that thong. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't know if that really rocked my world. I feel like he could have done a little better. Yeah. I he like wrote all his lies and you can give it to your parents. I mean, okay, sure. What's Sandy going to do? Where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the ring? Where's the ring? Where's my necklace? Well, and then <laughs> Ryan actually intercedes or intercepts that Volchek is there talking to Sadie. So clearly mm -hmm. they had, which was kind of sweet. We finally see Volchek's um, a little vulnerability. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm, he actually is kind of sad. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. he's a, he's an asshole, but yeah. but um, that he knew Sadie. It yeah. seems like they have uh, they boned. history. Yeah. They definitely boned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then Ryan, acting like they boned. Ryan instantly is like, uh, what's going on here? Get away you need from to go. There. Yeah, so yeah he's but there's leaving. instant chemistry and a rapport with Ryan and Sadie. So yeah, yeah. she she yeah. you feel it like instantly. Yeah. So Marissa's going through all this, but Ryan was there too. Yeah. And she instantly talks about, you know, my dad, my best friend, my dog. Sadie, it's yeah. all in the past year I've had these death experiences. Yeah. And there's an instant connection. Connection. Well, she's also like, I feel like Marissa is so like I'm just like so depressed and so which understandably but Sadie seems like a lot stronger or something she's she's had these, lighter yeah she's had lighter. these moments there are people in the world that react to the world very dramatically and then there are those who are like I don't have control uh over the world yeah. <laughs> I gotta let it go yeah and how am I going to react I mean the whole when life gets lifey how are you gonna react right when life gets lifey, how are you going to react? Yeah. It's true. And Marissa is, you know, a tortured soul. And I think that's where Caitlin's like, dude, you got to figure this out. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, pick one and stick with it. Make a decision. Where people who just waffle all the time mm -hmm. and they live in their own world and they're... So she's she's a waffler. Yeah. She's definitely a waffler. And excuse me. Sorry. Uh-oh. <laughs> I just... You caught my yawn. Did I you yawn? That means I'm not a you're not a oh, sociopath no. or yeah. a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a yawn today. thrower. I tend to throw yawns at people. Oh, they're <laughs> contagious. Mm -hmm. Sorry, we're yawning on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a good sign. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, the instant chemistry with them, the so, instant packing up of the room. <laughs> yeah, a lot of instant. Well, yeah, he shows up to help her. Yeah. And he does. I I like them off the bat. Like there's something going on here, and I feel it. I see right. it. I do feel it's insensitive of him, though, considering Marissa's friend well, just died. That he's like. I have to tell you, what Marissa has kind of been like. Has she been a nightmare? Not a nightmare, but like so they haven't been like, wishy washy. They haven't been like on or good. Yeah. In a long time, it's been kind of awkward with well, Ryan it, and Marissa. Well, I mean, it's so because everyone knows that Johnny loves Marissa, and he flat out went to Ryan and said, "I love her, and I'm taking my shot with her." And he's like, "Okay, but do you really want?" He's like, "I mean, really it's weird. been," and and he does, and Marissa turns him down, and then he's he's like, "Marissa's like, I'm with you," and he's like, "Yeah, but there's something more," and she can't quite figure it out, and then when he dies. Then, then of course, those feelings are so much stronger. Yeah. yeah. And then Ryan's trying to be there for her, and everyone's putting this pressure. Like um, Seth is saying, "What are you guys going to do for Valentine's Day?" Summer's like, "What are you going to do for Valentine's Day?" You're yeah, finally, you're finally a together on a Valentine's yeah. Day. And she's like, "I want to do nothing," which yeah. is so understandable. Of course. Mm -hmm. And Seth is like, "She doesn't really mean that." So Ryan keeps trying. He really does does try. He did try, yeah. But then we finally see they had both necklaces. It's ne necklace gate. Mm -hmm. And she goes to the drawer, and you don't know which which one's it going to be. Yeah. Well, one of them is dead, so it's not like there's a whole lot of options. Yeah, get receiving something from someone after they pass. Yeah. Completely clouds what it what it means, right? Yeah. It's very powerful. Heavy. Absolutely. I and mean, there's a fucking angel on it for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I yeah. mean, I think Ryan's is a cuter necklace, right? But I think his. Well, yeah, but... And we don't really know exactly what's going on. No. But in the meantime, you know, when Ryan, after Kirsten talks to him and says, you know, which we don't get to see that much of Kirsten doing that, so it's nice that they had that that little moment, and tells her to, you know, it's not too late. 
You think he's going to go back to Marissa again, and he doesn't. He goes over to Sadie's. Totally. I, I, a part of me, I was like, he's going to go to Sadie's. Like, oh, you I knew. knew. I had I, a feeling. I forgot that. Yeah, he goes but to Sadie's. He needs to to process and 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 process these feelings too. And yeah. he finally gets somebody to talk to about it. Yeah. And it was important for him to do that. Mm-hmm. And of course, Volchek shows up again. Of course. And he's like, "What's he doing there, Slam?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is hot though. He's totally hot. CG, is he hot? Love a bad yeah, boy. Yeah, Siege, is he hot? We have the... Oh, yeah. Compared She's to been... Ian Silmerholder? No. No. <laughs> no. That's he's a, a no. bad boy. You know, he's got the he's smoldering bad boy thing. He's like up on the cliff thing. at the thing. Yeah. He's like smoking and he's yeah. like... Yeah. yeah, I'd be like, hey, see ya. Yeah. Gotta go Gotta there. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. See you later. Babe, that's my babe. <laughs> that's right. Sucks for you, bro. Gotta go up there. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, she takes a necklace and she's crying so clearly that's kind of like showing you her feelings are with the deceased yeah, yeah. it does it right. does it's i mean sad. also matt and and maya have a connection at the dance and then julian and neil are dr roberts dancing at the dance yeah you are I remember we were like the last shot of the night. You could could tell we were the, (laughs) because, okay, guys, when it's a night shoot, we start at 6 p.m. And next thing you know, it's five in the morning and we're shooting Before the sun comes up, you have to like. (laughs) And and you can see that there's a montage of everybody. And the very last shot is Julie and Neil. And there's nobody around because everyone's gone home. Yeah. (laughs) Right. You have like your own like secluded because no one else was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um. But that was that Valentine's Day and the heavy lifting. Oh, yes. And um, that scene with um, Chili's real name is Dennis. Chili. And this is the last we maybe see of Chili? That probably is. That scene actually. Johnny Lewis. Oh, Johnny Lewis. That scene when he says, we're the only ones who understand what we're going through. Mm -hmm. That rang very close to home because there were, like I said, I had friends who were like, some were like, you know, just couldn't get over and and literally felt it was their fault and took it on took it upon themselves to feel like that for almost the rest of their lives Oof. it was that tragic yeah. so so Jeez. this is i thought it was were you written. there i wasn't there no no but um like 30 30 of our friends were like I'm yeah so the, when I read these stories, you know, I always said growing up in Orange County, I've got worse stories because some of them are uh, people think that they're too, too um, dramatic. And I was like, no, they're actually not like no. life is extremely dramatic. Yeah. Like a lot of things yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Life is almost more intense than like a lot of things that happen. Yeah. Right. And and because the show it needed it's a heaviness so you need the Julie Cooper storyline to right. balance it out. And the Adam and, and, and the, the Seth, Seth and Summer thing. Yeah, yeah, they they it's really well done that way, I think. Right. To bring that little extra the humor, you know, to the lightness to it. Cuz otherwise it would be so dark. Do you have any favorite episodes you remember? I mean, I think the pilot, right? I mean, I love the pilot. Ugh, I mean, it's been so long. It's been so long since I watched it. I mean, the whole first season I was obsessed with. Yeah. Like, I loved the first season. It's the best. Like, yeah. you know, it was just, I don't, honestly, like the pilot, I'm so enthralled. Yeah. That scene with Ryan and Marissa, where she's like, he's like, hey, got a light. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Whoever you want me to Who be. Yeah. 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 And she's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just think of <laughs> okay. impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> Her friend Manon Matthews is a comedian, does an impersonation. It's really funny. Yeah. She's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, we have a rapid fire for you. Ryan or Seth? Seth. Sandy or Jimmy? Sandy. Drinking or pot in high school? Pot. We already did this. <laughs> Johnny's necklace or Ryan's necklace? Johnny. Valentine's Day, love or hate? Hate. Lingerie or flowers? Flowers. Thong or or booty shorts? Thong. I could answer all these for you. I know, Rachel, except, you should just do it. Except I feel like I you would, would have say- said Ryan and not Seth. You I w- personally. I would have. I just, I don't know why. They, I said Seth. You just have an And I would have said Brody. drinking probably. I yeah, I know that but too. But I did smoke a lot of pot. You did both. <laughs> okay. Do you have a best or worst Valentine's Day memory? Oh, I love some. Tell, you got to tell uh-huh. us something. <laughs> share I don't okay I don't like Valentine's Day I think it's I like it for children if you're in school you know it's like sweet to like give little cards to because they make you do it to the whole class 
Like you can't just bring one. But I feel that it's exclusive. It makes people feel sad if they don't have somebody. And it's just, it's a Hallmark holiday to me. I just don't. I'm not You're Sandy. It. Yeah. It Sandy is. Says, I yeah. feel because if you love somebody, you should just get them flowers. Like it, you shouldn't, there shouldn't be. Yeah. And I feel even Mother's Day, it's like every day should be Mother's Day. Yeah. You know, it's like you shouldn't just wait for one day a year to bring your mommy flowers and treat her like a queen. Like I feel like that for holidays so much because there's so many times where I was in a different country during Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving yeah. and they oh, don't yeah. celebrate it. And it's yeah. like you, I can choose to celebrate that holiday on any day of the year. Yeah. If I, it's like, I'm you not know kidding. what I like? I like Canadian Thanksgiving because it's like celebrating the turn of the harvest, which is on Monday. It is on Monday. Yeah, it's coming. Yes, up. we have Canadian. Uh, well, I don't know job. when this is airing, but it's oh. soon. Never mind. It's it's or it just happened. It already it just happened. happened. It just but anyway, happened. yeah, it's like the turning of the season, <laughs> and they celebrate the harvest, and that's nice. But do you don't have any Valentine's memory of note? <sighs> oh my gosh. Okay, I just don't like Valentine's Day, and I don't like cheesy. I am. Oh, and I was dating this guy who I didn't even really like. This was a long time ago. It was Valentine's Day and he had like set up Hershey's Kisses, like a trail of Hershey's Kisses. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Into his apartment. <laughs> oh, no. From the apartment hallway. I was like, please, God, don't let anyone see this. <laughs> into his apartment and like the Hershey's Kisses. like, And then it took me into I had to follow the trail. And I was already like vomit in my mouth. And then inside his apartment, there was like flowers and like candles and like it was all like set up. And, you know, uh, it was so cheesy and lame. And then there's like the awkwardness of me having to be like, oh, so sweet. If you'd really, really liked him, <laughs> would it be okay? No. Okay. No. Because I would never really, really like somebody that did that. I'm not, I, I personally am not up for the whole like yeah. that, that description of like all that. It's I, I like flowers. I like and I love flowers. going out to dinner. I love, I love seeds flowers. Candy. I love flowers. Get me a box of seeds candy. But I'll get you one woman. on a Tuesday. Like, why do I have to <laughs> get it to I, you on I will hold you Guys to that. I didn't okay. like, if they handed me something, I would, for some reason, I would like them less if I didn't like them or if I wasn't that attractive or, or like, well, of course, be because they're like giving be you disgusted. attention and you're like, no, no, no. I love how you ignore me is like kind of my motto. So true. Right? It's like so, yeah, like when someone you don't like goes out of their way to do something. I feel like I probably had some cringy Valentine's Days, but I just can't remember. Leah always remembers my Rachel, life I know, I'm and like, my world. I'm Rachel's than memory. She is. She's my memory. Well, I have to thank, bring her with me. Thank God you're here to do the heavy lifting, Leah. <laughs> 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 yeah, hey. yeah, that was a good one. On that yeah. note, <laughs> that was the heavy lifting. That um, episode, the aftermath of Johnny's death, and kind of sad. It was sad, and I'm sorry for all the shit talking, but I just had a lot of questions. <laughs> this is okay thank you for listening thank you so much follow rate and review <laughs> welcome to those you bitches wherever you listen to your podcast and if you'd like to watch us check it out on youtube youtube bye bitches Woo. bye guys Welcome to the OC Bitches is brought to you by Cast Media. Executive produced by Colin Thompson, Harris Lane. Produced by Katie Kurtwright. Edited by Parker Flores and our technical engineers, Travis Holden and Dustin Park.